This is Game Codes on the Raw Show, his biggest sporting debate. Jeffers, the trade period hasn't quite lived up to what I thought it was going to be. Or it means Wednesday's going to be even more impressive. We hope and so. Crazy. But what happens if nothing happens again? Like every other day. Well, I suppose we're, we're used to it by now. We'll, we'll cope. We've got Josh Elliott, trade expert and AFL expert at theraw.com.au. How are you, legend? Oh, look, I'm pretty well. I mean, this is this is like Christmas for me, except it's kind of, it's, it's, it's like if Christmas went for two weeks and nothing happened until like the last couple of hours of that two weeks. You'd been given socks be every day for two weeks. strange way to do Christmas, but it's still good. <laughs> All right, let's get into hey, it. socks are good. Trade, oh, yeah, okay, socks are good. Um, how do the major trades happen? Guys, I'm talking Bradley Hill, Papley, Danaher. How do they come together between now and the deadline? Well, I think um, the one I'm probably most sceptical on at this stage is Brad Hill because, uh, you know, we had that news last week saying that Fremantle had demanded pick six this year and St Kilda's pick the next year, which is just, you know, it's a lot to ask for for any player. Um, and I think that as much as we all rate Brad Hill, we'd definitely say he's even he's not in the tier of players you'd probably ask that for. St Kilda sort of went and, you know, did him a turn the other way by just trading pick six out for other picks instead. So that one feels like it's really far apart at the moment. And I, I, I feel like there are ways for that to get done, but it's going to be really interesting to see what those negotiations are like. I'm really curious to see how Fremantle play it from here because, yes, he's contracted for a long time. But like, if there is genuine disgruntlement, um, what is two years, three years left on his contract? Two years. Two years left. If he's unhappy there, that's a lot of time with, uh, you know, with an unhappy player to have in your team, and it can't possibly be good for the club. Greater player as he is on the field, um, so I'm curious to see, you know, because they were talking about last week. Oh yeah, it's two first rounders for him. Well, I mean, St Kilda now have those two first rounders. I wonder if twelve and eighteen could possibly get a deadline deal done. Um, whether it requires something else, you'd probably assume a future pick or a second rounder gets thrown in as well. Um, but I, I'm really curious to see whether it was, you know, it was bluster on the Dockers' part, or you know, if they are genuinely going to hold out. Uh, because he's probably, you know, for the Dockers, from a purely on-field perspective, he's he's certainly worth sticking your, your feet in the cement and, and standing your ground. Well, it's, it's difficult because you have a situation like, you know, Carlton held their ground on Bryce Gibbs and said, no, he's worth two first-round picks. Gibbs came back, had a great year, and they got two first-round picks mm. for him the next year instead. On the other hand, you had a similar thing happen with Cam McCarthy Freeman, uh, going from GWS to Fremantle all those years back. They held their ground. He didn't play another game for GWS. He just went home to WA. And they they still did well out of that trade in the end. It got them up to the pick where they took Tim Torano, but they didn't get nearly what they could have. There's definitely some risk there. I think um, the Danaher one is one that, although there's you know so much uh, angst going around the media now, I feel like there's, I feel pretty confident that one will get done. It's just really interesting to see what's going to happen. It, Whatever that happens, it's going to be complete drama, fallout, anyhow. But uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on that one? Oh, if if you're talking about angst in the wider footy media, I can guarantee you there's some angst amongst Swans fans right now, myself yeah. included, just because of the names that are getting thrown thrown out there. Now, I have absolutely no doubt whatsoever that Isaac Heaney and Nick Blakey won't move to They're Essendon. Not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. But the, <laughs> the even to contemplate having a discussion that a club would send pick five and pick nine 
and Nick Blakey slash Isaac Heaney, who are two of the best young players in the competition um, for an injury-prone former All-Australian, is deserves description which I can't provide on this show unless we change uh, <laughs> change it to an explicit rating, which we're not going to do because we're family friendly here for the most part. I feel like Essendon have played the media strategy of this so well because like a month ago when this was all hypothetical, we were saying, oh, yeah, I guess maybe you'd give a top 10 pick up for Joe Danaher given his injury history that might they're probably be overdoing I'm it. I'm still on that and, train, and now, by the way. N- yeah, now... People are saying Sydney is offering pick five and 25, and they're looking and they're going, oh, that's way under. Sydney's being unreasonable by only offering that much. It's like, that's a that's a much better offer than I think anyone thought Dan and her would get a month ago. Yeah. So I, I just, you know, I, I, if I was Essendon, I wouldn't want to lose Dan and her under any circumstances, but I, I really feel like that's pretty fair for a bloke who has played 11 games in One two minute. years. One minute. He hasn't recovered. He hasn't. It's not like he's gotten back from his injuries now and he's ready to pop. He's not. Yeah, I think from a Sydney perspective, I don't actually think they need him that much. Yes, he's a wonderful player, and if you get if you get him fit, you find room for a fit Joe Danaher. Great, but at the moment he's not fit. We already have two talls in Buddy Franklin, Sam Reid. I would argue that Tom Papley is a hell of a still in your books. Sorry, Tippett's still on your books, or what's the go there? Don't know who that is. (laughs) Tom Papley is a hell of a lot more important to the Swans setup at the moment than uh, the prospect of bringing Danaher in. So I, you know, if I'm a Sydney fan, and I am, so I'm not sure why I made that a hypothetical, (laughs) by, you know, I wouldn't rush, you know, if you're going to end up giving up too much for Danaher, I wouldn't wouldn't make the play. With five seconds, does Tom Papley stay at the Swans? I'd be surprised. I'd like him to. Uh, He's going? Where's he going? Carlton? Yeah. Too easy. So. This is Game Codes on the Raw Show's biggest sporting debate. Papley's gone. Danaher stays. Hill, no one really knows. Uh, uh, he's going. <laughs> it'll happen. <laughs> Josh Elliott, AFL expert at theraw.com.au. Thanks for joining us here on the Game of Codes, Matt. Oh, no worries. On the Raw Game of Codes, Australia's biggest sporting debate.